quick reaction to the uh, the Premier's State of the Province uh, address last night. Cameron Dugmore is the leader of the opposition in the Western Cape uh, Legislature. Um, the, prob- the Premier is saying that the, that the province is the site of work and job creation in South Africa. Um, Cameron, do you agree? Um, I, I don't agree, Lester. Um, but just before I respond quickly, I, I need to actually correct the Premier when you asked him about uh, Tafelberg and Helen Bowden. It's been 14 years since Tafelberg has been standing empty. Seven years of expensive lit- litigation, which has cost the province millions. And when he vaguely says he's worried about the delays, he is the cause of the delay because what they've done now in Tafelberg is that they've put out a call for people to make comments on a new planning framework for Tafelberg, whereas there have been six previous studies, and that process is going to take, in in their own documentation, another two years. When one looks at Helen Bowden, when is the Premier actually going to sit down and have a meaningful dialogue with those in Helen Bowden now called Ahmed Katrada House and deal with the fact that that community doesn't have electricity. That community wants to find a fair and just solution. So the real reason why we still have apartheid spatial planning um, is because there's no political will of the DA. And clearly, in our view, they've lined up their developers who want to develop Tafelberg um, and not use it for social housing. So he's being completely disingenuous and untruthful. Secondly, to come to your question, the, um, the province um, is part of this country. And if you look at the interventions which the national government is making both in our province, the IDZ, the SEZ in Atlantis, um, investments coming to our province from the Presidential Investment Summit, such as the Woolsey Lotus Factory, which has created 750 jobs, these interventions, including the Youth um, Employment Service, are coming from national government. The Western Cape has always had the lowest unemployment rate. In fact, it was 18% when the ANC governed up until 2008. It's now um, 21%. So we must celebrate all job creation. But the critical issue is when you look at an inclusive economy, you look at the asset ownership by the people of our province, how can you have an inclusive economy when less than 3% of agricultural land in our province um, is owned by black people, African colored and Indian. How can you have asset equality when 70% of all urban land in this province is owned by South Africans classified white? Colored people constitute 48%. They only own 10% of the urban assets. And African people, 38% of the population, own 3%. So what you have here is entrenched and growing economic inequality where old money continues to dominate um, because of the ideological position of the DA to actually continue benefiting. So sure, we must celebrate job creation. Premier Lesufi announced 90,000 um, new jobs in Gauteng. We must celebrate all new jobs, but we cannot celebrate when our economy remains unequal and, in fa- and, and the, the DA is actually entrenching asset inequality in this province, which is simply growing the gap between the rich and the poor. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, 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 is Cameron, 
that we have businesses investing in the Western Cape province and not necessarily in what is known as the economic heartland of South Africa, and that is the Gauteng province. Something is happening in the Western Cape that is not happening elsewhere. Lester, did you read the premier of uh, Gauteng's speech yesterday? Have you seen? Please do. Because if you look at the investments that they have secured, the investment that pays it in at the Eastern Cape. So you see this attempt to set up a competition mm. um, also then results in blatant untruths. Western Cape education used to be 14% above the national average. For the first time ever, it is now below the national average. And our learners from the poorest schools are perform- performing worse in regard to bachelor passes. So there's been a steady decline in the quality of education in Manenberg, Mitchell's Plain, Kailitsha, and rural schools. So, you know, the issue is the Western Cape wants to set itself up and compare itself to others. But this South African economy post-COVID is beginning to pick up and investments as a result of the presidential um, investment summits are benefiting all of our province. The Northern Cape, you know, is a massive construction site in regard to solar energy. You know, but why don't you acknowledge that? The interests of the Northern Cape, the Western Cape, the Eastern Cape must be seen as inclusive. And I think well, the, the Premier acknowledged the, the Northern Cape last night as well, also being a site of the development of the green hydrogen industry. And he says that's something that we should also honour here in this province. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why the Eastern Cape, the Western Cape, and the Northern Cape are working with the national government on this particular project. So why try and create a Western Cape exceptionalism? We know that people from the Eastern Cape, the Northern um, parts of the Northern Cape, move to Gauteng in big numbers, to Kaiseden, to our province. Let's embrace that reality and grow not just jobs, but transform actual economic ownership. Because when people Cameron have Doug, acted, have to leave it there. Unfortunately, running out of time, still have to go to a break. But thanks so much, leader of the opposition in the Western Cape Provincial Legislature.